With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The summer breakfast, Mitch McClendon and Ricardo Paul with you, and uh, the skip, former skipper of the Black Caps, the skipper, current skipper, when he's not on holiday, of the SENZ crew, Baz McCullum, joins us. Uh, g'day, Baz, how you doing, mate? Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Very good, very good. good Thanks, mate. Baz. How are you? Not too bad. Just making my way over from the beautiful Matamata over to uh, Bay Oval, lads, and hoping for a little bit of, bit of rear guard fight from the Black Caps, who are certainly up against today. Yeah, I mean, that that was a bit of a surprise yesterday, Baz. Uh, our middle order hasn't really fired this uh, this test, has it? Well, it's a really interesting one, lads. I think all of us at the time, um, you know, that uh, the, this fixture was announced probably said, well, New Zealand, will, it's going to be a three-day test. New Zealand will clean them up, mm. be a green surface, and uh, and we'll bounce them out and swing them out. But the pitch was probably somewhat drier than we anticipated. It's been a good surface, don't get me wrong, um, but it's certainly not as heavily weighted towards the home team as what we've seen previously. And then, I guess, the other aspect that we, that we need to probably acknowledge is we lost BJ Watling, one of our all-time uh, great players and the drummer in the band. We've lost our skipper in Kane Williamson. And you take two of your best and, and most experienced players out of any sort of top seven batting lineup, and, and it's going to look slightly different. So I think, you know, we've got to, we've got to understand those kind of uh, challenges. But, look, I think Bangladesh have exceeded all expectations, and they've been simply sensational, to be fair. Everdot has been... Uh, a revelation. He's been the fastest bowler on show, uh, and he's challenged New Zealand um, batters by attacking the stumps, which is something we probably didn't do. Yeah, Baz, uh, you made a comment yesterday, which I thought was right on the money, um, and you, having played a lot of Test cricket, would be able to uh, articulate that better than most. Um, it was the fact that you said uh, 176 overs, Bangladesh keeping New Zealand in the field for that amount of overs, uh, the ability to add uh, the amount that that was going to fatigue their bodies, uh, our guys, and how that would f- potentially flow into how difficult that second innings was going to be for New Zealand was right on the money. Yeah, I guess we know what it's like, Mitchie, when you've spent any sort of time in the dirt. At the end of a 20-over game, you're a little bit tight sometimes. So 176 overs under the blazing cold on the sun is, uh, is going to test anyone out. And especially these boys came in, remember, with not a lot of cricket under their belt. 
and the, the workload that they, they found themselves having to operate, I think Wagner was up around sort of late, well, close to 40 overs, Southie 35, Bolt 35. That's a lot of overs when you've come off not a lot of cricket. So, look, the Bangladesh batting lineup they just blunted us. And it's just it's, it's a performance I didn't see coming, and I'm happy to admit it, and I'm happy to be surprised by it because I don't think many people around the globe would have seen it. Do you think it was a, a scheduling mistake from New Zealand cricket not to, to give Bangladesh the credit they potentially deserved and putting them down at Hagley where we know it's going to be bounce and swing around for a lot longer than it does generally at the Mount? Uh, look, I think we probably all anticipated a slightly greener surface to start here at Bay Oval, but it just because it's been so hot and it has been rocking hot as well, hence why some of the questionable um, hats that you've seen from our basketball commentary <laughs> team have been required. But it's been rocking hot up here and there's been a, quite a stiff breeze as well. So the surface over the days leading into the test, it just, it just dried out quicker than Jared, the groundsman, um, would have expected. Mm. And But I think it's a good surface, Mitchy, I really do. Um, but it's just not a surface that is weighted heavily towards the home team. And keep in mind that in this day and age, that's what you actually need. For you, in order to, to qualify for World Test Championship, you need to be winning your home games. And I'm, I'm sure as heck know that next time we turn up to Dhaka, they're not going to give us anything that's got a blade of grass on it. So it may just have been a bit unfortunate that we didn't end up with the surface we wanted, but it's been a, a good surface in terms of the global game and seeing the World Test Championship uh, champions have to fight and struggle against uh, one of the teams who are ranked way down the bottom. Mac, uh, Baz, is this one of the... Uh the, is this like a breakthrough performance for Bangladesh? I remember years ago watching, you know, the Sri Lankans come here summer after summer and get toweled up, and then they came here one summer and they just beat us. Um, I mean, is that is that what we're seeing here? Is this Bangladesh, I guess, uh, maturing on the international stage? Oh, Rick, I, I hope so, because they've threatened so many times, been a lot of false dawns with Bangladesh, and even as, as recent as, their series back in, in Bangladesh where they were able to tail up both New Zealand and Australia leading into that T20 World Cup and then they didn't even fire a shot on the big stage in, in conditions outside of their own. So there's been plenty of false storms. There's, they've got unquestionable amount of passion and talent throughout Bangladesh but to me they almost uh, at times complicate the situation. We had Otis Gibson talk to us after um, the game, uh, after the day's play yesterday and he's the bowling coach, of course, the former West Indian and Bayesian bowling coach, and he spoke to us about how they lack confidence, and it's just about consistently giving them confidence. And when they make mistakes, they're so used to people jumping on them that that density confidence. So that's one of their main tasks is just keep building them up. And with good quality overseas coaches like that within the side, and a couple of um, you know strong players there that they can now call world class players, hopefully this will be the emergence of Bangladesh to better. A proper test nation that challenges not just in. So, Baz, um, obviously we're gonna we're gonna get through to a draw. Ross Taylor and and Ratchan Ravindra are gonna bat all day, uh, hundred hundred and fifty, a hundred apiece. Uh, going into that next <laughs> test down at Hagley, uh, do you see New Zealand making any changes? Well, Mitchie, I hope that's what the boys are thinking. I really do because you ain't gonna achieve bugger all if you don't believe that you're capable of doing it and. Look, this was one of the questions I had as we entered into this innings, mate, was that there's not a lot of people within that side that have had to do that before. And and it's one thing sort of batting out a draw in India, but this is a different thing altogether. The, the sheer weight of expectation that you should beat Bangladesh has probably 
been a contributing factor to why we've been somewhat rusty and a little impatient right throughout the test. So let's hope the boys are thinking that. Um, it'll be a fairy tale for Ross Taylor. Uh, he had a little bit of luck yesterday, and he looked a little bit betwixt in between of how he wanted to play and looked like he was fighting himself. That's a benefit of experience, right? He was able to change his technique, I noticed, as well, throughout the um, yesterday's game to find something which just gave him an element of comfort. Um, and I'm sure if he's able to get through the first phase today, he'll start trying to turn a bit of pressure back on the Bangladesh bowlers. And if they do that, I actually don't think a New Zealand win out of the question, Mitchie. Um, because if they were able to do that, say they're able to bat for three hours, New Zealand, they score a four and over, it's 120, they're 140 or so in front. Now that seems like a, a very gettable total, which it is. But Bangladesh haven't won too many games away from home, and the art of winning is something which takes a little bit of, a little bit of time and a little bit of poise, and, and New Zealand, well, they do somehow find a way to get the job done. So I still think all three results are definitely on the table. Um, I think you'll see a change down in Hagley. I'm not sure what that change is, but um, yeah, it depends on the surface, whether they bring Daryl Mitchell in or whether they go for an HSL. I'm not really sure, but yeah, let's get through today first. Eh? <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you think they missed the trick not having AJ, AJs in the wider squad You know, when they turned up at uh, the Bay and they had a look at that and they you know, maybe thought, well, this isn't as green as we thought. Maybe we need a, an out-and-out spinner? Uh, 100%, Rick, I think. I mean, we all know that, and, and they may defend it otherwise, but without a doubt, um, once they turned up, and I heard some of the comments come out of some of the players, and they were like, we weren't quite expecting this. <laughs> and I mm. think that's, that's everyone within the wider New Zealand squad. I think, you know, I, I thought AJ should have just been in the squad because you always need that option if need be. Um, but also, even if he didn't play, how good would it have been to see him walk around the Bay Oval and seen New Zealand respond to what he did? He's sort of a bit of a cult hero now within our within our cricketing uh, following public, and, and I think not just that, but he uh, he would have been incredibly useful on the surface. And the irony is, though, that I would have had him in probably instead of um, uh, Rachin Ravindra if that was the case. And he could well be the hero that backs us through to uh, today's performance. So time will tell, but I'm sure Ajaz will come back in the calculations. Yeah, I'm sure he will, mate. Hey, uh, listen, coming up uh, just after nine, we've got Royden Bergeson uh, joining us to talk about uh, Wolverine oh, and finding finding a new jockey, mate. Um, who do you like for that position? And have you got a tip for us at Otaki today? Oh, lads, I'm, I'm having an absolute stinker on the punt, if I'm being totally honest. I'd love to try and talk it up and steer you into something that I can you know, make us all money, but I'm not so foolish. I've been woeful over the festive period. I might, I might just not have my eye on. I might have it focused on some other sort of uh, other stuff. But Royden Bergeson, Bergeson, Wolverine, um, I think Lisa Allcrest will probably write it. I think she's been she's obviously ridden in a couple of trials and um, it seems to have, well, a couple of races, I've got, seems to have gone pretty well. Um, he's got a nice horse there, in the Wolverine, crikey. You got a piece uh, of that, Baz? Uh, nah, haven't, mate. I did breed. I did breed. If you go down the old... Um, the Karaka Million uh, favourites line a little bit more. There's a horse called Kana, which is um, which is trained by Venom, uh, and I did breed that and sell it at the sales this year. So yeah, so I've got a bit of an eye on that one. But uh, look, I think Wolverine's pretty smart, so probably yeah, nice. keep on that one. Hey, just just on that, Baz, just as a, as a education for uh, for myself, when you're an owner uh, or you know a breeder and you sell a horse like that. 
do you sell outright or do you keep, you know, do you, do you have clauses in? Like if this horse goes on and does something, then you get another kickback, you get another percentage of winnings and things like that? Jeez, I wish. Um, <laughs> sometimes you do. Some, sometimes you do. I guess that, look, um, so I sold that filly for $65,000. I thought she was a really nice filly. I thought she'd make quite a bit more money than that. Um, and a lot of the big boys in the, in the thoroughbred game were on her until... Um, late and then there was something they just didn't like and, and they pulled out and, and hence um, you know the uh, the well, well the boys were able to purchase her and I, I would have probably stayed in if it had been a bit more money but at that stage I needed to uh, need to sell out so there is people who do stay in and on this instance I wish I had of uh, she looked something pretty sharp I think she's probably going to be more of a three year old Kana um, but she could still give it a shake in the crack a million after being freshen up but I think the crack forever. Al's the Karaka Million winner. Whichever breeder, I think they get like a, if the horse wins, you get a $10,000 bonus from um, from New Zealand Bloodstock. So I'll I'll line that one up, Liz. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. You might be able to afford a decent hat for the boys as well, eh? Yeah, well, that's right. And if I don't win, then you can spare it on you, okay? Yeah, sounds good, mate. Sounds good. Hey, cheers, Baz. Go well, mate. Safe journeys over to the mountain. Enjoy the cricket today, eh? Thank you, lads. Enjoy. Thank we'll you. do uh, your best for Callum there with us.